The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey, welcome. Hey, everybody. It's the Rough House Podcast. Morning, afternoon. And I'd like to read something to oh, you. okay. <clears throat> uh-uh. I agree, Jabooties. Daniel is superficial. Daniel prejudices against Pima from a South. <laughs> Has anyone, if I'm Pataki, ever been a little hippie granoles? State you call, huh? Have you ever had a Lime game? <laughs> Have you ever even tasted gay meat? Huh? Sarah Logan, this past Tuesday. What the fuck were they thinking? Uh, Bringing that chick up from NXT on the main roster and handing her a microphone. Did she have a stroke? We got the Jackie Gata of promos this past Tuesday. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, you've got, hey, it's a rough house. I'm Christoph. That's Justin. And we've, uh, we've gotten two new three woman right. groups, Absolution Raw the and the Riot Squad, Squad on, on SmackDown <clears throat> and Absolution far and away at this point. They were very, very similar until this past yeah. week when one of them seemed like the A-Show group and the other seemed like oh, wow, they fucked up and brought these idiots up too quick. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the, the Raw team has a bunch of things going in their favor. One, they had Paige, who is an established main event star. Um, yes. And, you know, has a lot of experience talking on the mic in front of a big crowd. So they have that going for them. They also have the ability of coming first. Well, hello there. So, you know, yes. Raw's on Monday, SmackDown's on Tuesdays. They're doing similar storylines, but... And even if they're doing similar things, we get to see Absolution do it first, so it seems fresher and a little better than seeing it just done again with a inferior squad on Tuesday. So that's that's hurting them a little bit, too. And uh, the fact that uh, that promo was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life uh, is really not helping them out at all. Now, let me flip it on you. I'll go ahead and put a positive as to why being on the SmackDown crew could be better it hasn't right. been, but 
you got to see what Absolution did. You got True. to see what Paige and uh, her cohorts have done. So you say to yourself, okay, that was the pop. That was the big thing. That's the bar. We now know what we need to do to sort of up the game. Exactly. Throw the thump sideways. Yeah. We need to know what to do. We now know what to do, I should say, to be able to one-up our cohorts on right. Monday. They missed that bar by about 20 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Just uh, a bit outside. It was like the... It was like that video that everybody shows of the guy that's going to do the million-dollar dunk off of the trampoline, right. the big, fat, black guy that goes for it and misses the rim by just about 15 yeah. feet. <laughs> it, absolution is coming along. They got themselves a little bit of a story going on with the will-they-won't-they they with Asuka. Um, you know, uh, Paige and Alicia Fox stuff I thought was real good. But then you get to this Riot Squad shit. Ruby Riot is a fucking dork. She is uncomfortably fucking dorky to watch. Like, are you scared of my tattoos? No. He took on both Batista and Randy Orton in the headlining main event match of WrestleMania. After beating Triple H. He's not scared. After beating Triple H, he beat the cerebral assassin to then go on later that night and have to fight two of his cohorts. He's not scared of your Glen Burnie strip mall tattoo <laughs> ink that makes no sense to can Sam. No one's fucking scared oh, of your shitbox juggalo tattoos. So let's go ahead and pass it off. To Mushmouth O'Houlihan, who Matt uh, Matt Fowler described beautifully. <laughs> Sarah Logan is what a redneck would look like if Wes Anderson designed a redneck for one of his films. <laughs> From the way she looks to the way she talks. Did she say ringside after that fucking dara dara to say tis a terra terrison backstage fucking promo? My peepaw used to say, yeah, or my papaw, I think it was. My pawpaw used to say, y'all look as nervous as a bunch of long-tailed and cats in a room full of chairs. rocking chairs. Oh, my God, that was bad. Yeah, so... You have fucked th- up. She's on her way to being the worst NXT call-up there has ever that been. Sc- that, that screams Vince McMahon to me. Oh, no, this was her version of Roman Reigns. Suffering succotash. Crawl up a suffering succotash, crawl up the beanstalk to find the giant, to hit the giant square in the face bullshit. Oh, no, they're not letting any of these NXT ladies shoot from the hip. That shit was handed to them. But you got to be able to work with the content you have. Right. For example, I'll compare it to my radio show. I was told recently that I had to have giant come up to have an interview. Okay. Giant, Giant grocery store. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which one? You talking about Big Show? I had to have the Giant come up. I I would rather, I'm telling you, I would rather just talk to a fucking hunk of amethyst right. than talk to a grocery store. It's a grocery store. store manager. What the hell interesting do they have to say? Well, we got a deal what on the canned fuck? beans. You can't say anything <laughs> controversial. Nothing. You got to like, you got to somehow make... It was a Ravens thing. You got to somehow make it interesting. So I basically just got on him for about 15 minutes about uh, you need to dismantle, break down, and sell for scrap all of the self-checkout aisles because humanity's too dumb to use them. <laughs> okay. We can't right. use them. They were too That's sweet. Giant was too kind to give us 
the right to check ourselves out because if you've ever been behind some 3,000-year-old Armenian chick, she doesn't know what to do. She's just rubbing an avocado on the screen. She doesn't know what the fuck to do. The goddamn light's blinking. The pit boss has got to come over and help ring you up, which they could have done if that fucking thing was just a regular checkout. You got to take what you're given and do something with it. And she She did did not. And if you go and watch that promo again, the look on Daniel Bryan's face when the camera pans back to him <laughs> is a top five moment of the year on SmackDown. Uh, it's not because the, the, we're burying the lead. The, the, the bit isn't how fucking mush mouthed Sarah Logan was. I beg you to go back and watch what Daniel Bryan did when they cut the camera back to him. He gives the most what the <laughs> fuck was that bullshit look. To everyone. You just need to add the Curb Your Enthusiasm remember. music underneath it. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was at that point Sarah Logan knew. She fucked up. It was hysterical. Uh, it, was, it was so great. But it, 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 these things we talked about, Absolution versus Riot Squad, they're too similar. After a week and a half, two weeks, they are now very, very far away. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think part of that... Um, Ruby, you know, doesn't the character of Ruby Riot hasn't been a heel and doesn't really work as a heel in NXT. She was a face the whole time. So I think she's still trying to adapt um, to that. And, you know, if you're going to just completely change the character on the main roster, that's not the not the best place to do it. And it's weird because I went to the NXT house show that was in Bel Air last uh, last Saturday night, and Ruby Riot worked a match against Sonya Deville, and Ruby Riot was the face. So even though on TV she's this invading um, leader working as a heel, when she was in this NXT environment at a house show, she worked uh, she worked as a face, and that match got the the lowest reaction of the night. Sonya Deville and uh, and Ruby Riot. Not a big pop. No, not not much going on for that at all. It was the second match, I believe. Um, the first match was uh, a team we talked about a bit last week, the Street Profits, against uh, Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. And this was a uh, it was a comedy heavy match. They were just you know they were just fucking around, getting the crowd into it. But the crowd had fun. You know, Montez Ford at one point jumped over the barricade and like you know poured some guys popcorn all over his face, ran around, had a good time. Everybody was having a good time with that match. Um, and uh, that guy, like we were talking about last week, just has charisma for days. Um, He's oozing yeah. charisma. I love him. So so, uh, so that that was fun. The second match was the Ruby Riot uh, Sonya Deville that fell really flat. Uh, the third match was a uh, a tag match, tag team title match. It was the champions, and they kept. Um, they didn't keep TV storylines. They kept real life storylines. And then I'll explain what that means. So. Um, uh, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen NXT, or you haven't seen it because it hasn't aired yet, uh, uh, what's their name? Undisputed Era, Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. and Bobby Fish are the tag team champions now. They beat Sanity, so they had a rematch, and and O'Reilly and Fish came out as the champions. So even though it hasn't aired, um, they didn't like say, "Oh, because it hasn't aired, it hasn't happened." So let's put the you know have Sanity walk out with the belts. They didn't do that. So because uh, you know the spoilers are out there, and I guess at this point in time, with NXT being a very uh, smart, heavy um, uh, you know property, the people know what happened, so they would be less eyebrows raised when this happens. Um, the match itself, it was against, uh, it was Killian Dane and Eric Young. 
um, were the two for Sanity in the match. There was no um, Alexander Wolf and no Nikki Cross, which bummed me out. Uh, but they were doing a split squad sort of thing. The, the other tour was in Florida. Uh, the match, before it started, kind of um, uh, turned into a brawl. And they fought all around the arena, which is fun. Got the crowd into it. Uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Killian Dane were like beating each other with um, these plastic signs telling you where to sit in trash cans and shit like that. Um, that was fun. And then the match got into the ring uh, as refereed by uh, our our friend Jesse Kay. Uh, what's she going by now? Jessica Carr, uh, who's the mm-hmm. Lady Jeff, Lady Ref Jess down in NXT. She had, I think, If you'd like to meet her, she's going to be uh, with me, Jimmy's Famous oh. Seafood. Uh, this coming Wednesday what? night, we're going to be doing a... Where are you at here? Uh, December 13th, Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Myself, Jesse Carr, and some of the MCW superstars are going to be guest bartenders. Oh, fun. Well, if uh, if John from Jimmy's uh, mentions the tweet that I sent him, just apologize, I guess. It's something about... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Keep kicking ass on that social media, I mean, all right. So the guy... Listen, he's got a very popular restaurant with great food, and everybody likes to go there. Uh, and he's including everybody we want to meet. Yeah, ever. and dude, he's our fucking in. I know. All right, I'll stop. Okay. Uh, so the NXT show was fun. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. So uh, you should try. I know. I know. Try harder. Well, try I, I didn't. Harder. I didn't attack him. I just attacked Roman Reigns. So. Is what it is. And I do that on the reg. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And I didn't even really do that. All I said was AJ Styles is the best wrestler uh, in WWE right now. That's that's essentially all I said. Gotcha. So that was. And you know what? Hard to argue. Right. Hard to argue. Right. Unless you're John or Roman Reigns uh, or Vince McMahon. So um, obviously, no titles changed hands. Undisputed Era retained. There was an intermission. After the intermission, Adam Cole. Bebe came out, had a match with Chad Lael. Does that name ring a bell to you? Mm-mm. It didn't to me either. I Should I know who this is? Not by that name. I Googled him, and it's Gunner. Gunner from TNA. Oh, get the fuck yeah. out. Gunner is in NXT. Yep. He apparently signed relatively recently. He hasn't been on TV yet, but it worked a house show match. Wow, that's Against cool. uh, Adam Cole. Obviously, Adam Cole won. <clears throat> and then Adam Cole did his bit of, uh, you know, Nobody in the locker room can take me or, or fight me or whatever. Lars Sullivan comes out uh, and challenges Cole to a match. Uh, Lars got a decent pop, too. I love his music. His music's so fucking good. Um, and then uh, Cole said, I'd love to fight you, but not tonight. And then did the typical heel thing, ducked out of the ring. Uh, and then, you know, the match ended up happening and then in a, in a DQ because uh, – Fish and O'Reilly came down, but then Sanity came down to even the scores, and then, you know, it's just a little a little fracas in the ring, so that was fun. Uh, then it was a women's title match. Ember Moon defended against Bianca Belair, uh, and Bianca Belair put on a good showing. The match was, match was fun. It got a little hot towards the end, uh, and... Ember Moon hit that eclipse and it popped the room, it, and it was it looked really good too. So that's a fucking amazing yeah. move. So that was you know when when she's not talking, she's she's really good. That Ember Moon, when she's not talking and looking like somebody you rent a costume from <laughs> at the fucking Ren Fest. Uh, yeah, she's got it going on. Still don't understand what those red contact lenses uh, are about. Know, All right, about you're, eclipse, you're, you're, I don't know. She's a werewolf. She's I a guess. lichen. Whatever. Bianca Blair, by the way, the um. 
fiance of Montez. Get Ford. the fuck out of here. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, she did the hair whip thing, whipped her with her hair and stuff. Oh man, she I think uh I think Ember was like coming off the the rope for like a double axe handle or something and then she, uh Bianca whipped her with the hair and it sounded it, it like reverberated throughout the uh the arena. Damn. It was so loud. That shit had to hurt. The main event um was Roderick Strong against uh Cien, uh, Andrade Almas. Holy fuck. They brought their working boots. That match was spectacular. Like it was the best match of the night by far. Um, a lot of lot of good, believable false finishes, and um, and man, just just really, really good shit. They told a great story. It shocked me because you know, uh, CN's really come into his own, especially after Zelina Vega got involved. But uh, but man, that match it was it was killer. So it was it was a good time. You know, it was like I think five to six hundred people there um, up in Bel Air. So um, everybody had a good time. It was uh, it was fun. That was my question. How many people there in a total? Like five, six hundred. Yeah. Place sold out. Not. Oh sold no, it wasn't out, close relatively. to sold out. I mean, it's a big, you know, college arena. Um, but it was, it was. There were a lot of people there. Uh, six, I think six hundred is the count that Meltzer said. So it seemed that seemed about okay. right. All right, good, good. I'm glad that they had themselves. I'm glad there's a, a decent enough showing that you were able to attend and the matches were good. Yeah. Now, in the paid episode. If you uh, are one of the decent human beings and not a fucking succubus, you're giving Chris a couple of bucks and enjoying the Patreon episode uh-huh. where we are going our Gruff Enough tournament to see who becomes the Scruff third enough. member of Rough House. We're going to keep okay. changing. And if I'll keep you, correcting you. Uh, give it a listen, you give it a listen, you'll hear in there that I, uh, I talk about the Undisputed Yes. Era. And they are a talented group of guys. You got Red Dragon. You've all got five foot two of fucking Adam Cole out there looking like an actual baby. He is <laughs> fucking so small. And I don't quite get these backstage boy band looking promos. <laughs> they need to ease up on these Hanson looking fucking vignettes where they're kind of sitting there like, all you need to do is replace that set with a bunch of rocks that water is splashing on, hand them some silk shirts unbuttoned, <laughs> and they're fucking color me bad. I don't uh, want what I'm seeing out of those But they three. want to sex you up. I, I, do, I want to be sexed up by them. <laughs> but I don't want to fight them. I'm not afraid of them. It's... I... I I need to see something else. I don't, you know, I don't even need that. Just don't do it. Just, just, you could add by subtracting, stop doing the backstage vignettes with those three because they just look a little too sweet. They look a little too too, sweet. Too sweet? You're going to get a cease and desist. They look a little too sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Just hanging out. Like, we're back here smoking cigarettes because we're cutting school. (laughs) We're probably going to learn to play the bass. Like, yeah, (laughs) fucking stop it. We're gonna play the bass, like just, uh, just go kick people's fucking heads off, O'Reilly and and Oatfish. Defy the passage of time and get some platforms for Cole. <laughs> I need something other than that. I I still can't. I've, I've tried to catch up on some Cole matches, yeah. and his match where he was kicked out of the fucking Bullet uh-huh. Club. He is fucking tiny, man. He is a small He's man. Not like super tall, but you know, dude. He's fucking petite. <laughs> Adam Cole baby. is the size of a baby. All right. Baby's kids. And I get it. Everyone's fucking sweet on yeah. him and he's handsome and he's kind and all this. I am not. A, I would run 
and leave my family behind from Lars Sullivan. Yes, yes. Lars Sullivan comes for me. I start yeah. anew. But I tell the kids to get behind me, and I just fight out. <laughs> I need to have a fucking suspension of disbelief. And when Adam Cole is back there, like, hanging off some weird rector set, being like, you guys have never fought anyone like me before. Like, oh, God damn it, Adam. I'm, I'm not worried about right. that. I'm not worried that, like, holy shit, this is an NWO invasion. Red Dragon's here. The former newest acquisition of the Bullet right. Club's here. The Undisputed Era's here. I was like, there's just three sweethearts in the back eating fucking vegetables and cheese. And two of them can't help but fucking uh, shadow box. <laughs> and the other is Plus screaming about babies. Sky, baby. He got... I, I, I just... I don't... I need, I need them to, uh, I need, like, I liked what they were starting to do with Roderick Strong when they were like, let's try and recruit our old ROH buddies. I feel like they need two more in that crew. Make, give me two more people. Have Roderick Strong join them. Is there anybody else from ROH there? Who's the fucking big Dijak, son of a bitch? Donovan Dijak. Dijak. Yeah, he hasn't been on TV have yet those to my two knowledge. Early, not I don't much. think they have. Yeah. Square those two up in there. You got Dijak as the big fucking bruiser. You got you know, the workhorse in, in, in Roderick Strong. The leader in Cole in the tag team with Red If you Red. want to make Adam Cole look big, put Leo Rush in that group. Mm, great point. Yeah. All right. Leo Rush, who's still with the company. Yes, he is. Still with the company, but... He's probably going to have to start over a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. Uh, maybe he skipped a, yep. a social media class or two. It's probably something I should go to. But um, I was also reading some. <laughs> I was also reading that that. <clears throat> and again, this is all Reddit uh, conjecture and innuendo. Yeah. That he had been signed. He had the dust up with the Emma right. tweet and all that. And that I guess some people, some agents, saw maybe it was CZW. I can't recall. Saw the latter. Powerbomb the table no sell spot thing. no sell. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, this is the this is the thing. Because that really is the dumbest fucking spot of 2016. <laughs> you got powerbombed off a ladder through a table and you sprung up. Well, it depends on the the point in the match where it happened. I mean, how, how much shit did Hogan no sell back in the day when he was working his comeback? He was never powerbombed off the top of a ladder through a table. I mean, he's no-sold a lot of shit. And there's plenty of people that have no-sold stuff. What the fuck? Uh, you throw me off of a 10-foot structure through furniture, I'm not kipping up like Shawn Michaels about to throw a super <laughs> kick on you. That was an ignorant spot. That was a reality-shattering spot. That's something that I dare I say... Lucha wouldn't even fucking do. That was a no. They dumb did something like that in Ultima Lucha spot. with the, with Dante Fox that, that and someone. No, 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 not that spot. The fa- the the spring up. The that didn't hurt. Yeah, I, I, Why I, I, I think I it was Dante it? Fox and uh, and Killshot in their um their their like super brutal uh, war is hell match or whatever the hell they called it. I, I I believe there was a spot where it was like a a power bomb through like a barbed wire table or something, and then he sprung back up to. To keep fighting. I'm not going to believe anything they do at that point. What's well, Lucha? Like There's I'm not going to believe. believe. <laughs> then why? Then, like then 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 why watch it? 
Like, I need to kind of just like, yeah, I'm going to check out for... I'm not thinking like, whoa, you're superhuman. Like, maybe if a gigantically large, muscular fucking just war beast... Again, I go back to like a Sullivan. No Muertes. Pulled it off. I'm like, okay, that's a big, like a Muertes or something. Yeah, maybe. But you're the smallest fucking guy on the card. And you're bouncing back up like that didn't hit you? Like that didn't hurt? That was that was an ignorant spot. Didn't, didn't and the, again... Ah, that was, that was, that, again, that shatters reality. That's me watching the Avengers and being like, this is great, and then seeing a boom mic come into frame. Like, oh, well, never mind. It's Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, of, of fighting Tom Hiddleston. Never mind. Yeah, like, don't, don't, fucking try to make me believe. But when you spring up like that, terrible. Rumor to believe someone saw that and was like, this is the fucking guy we hired. Oh. So I think Leo will be fine. He just might have a longer yeah, way and he, to get where his partner, the Velveteen Dream, has gone. Right. And I think I think Velveteen Dream is injured. Um, I don't know how Severius... Mm. Severius? Is that a word I just said? Severius. <laughs> yes. Severius Snape. Severius Snape. He's going to be out for a little bit. Oh, Christ. Uh, yeah. So I think the, the spot that Gargano had in this um, match on last week's uh, NXT was supposed to be Dream Spot. Um, but Dream got injured in the match with Black at TakeOver, so he's out for a little bit. Um, and Black got injured the night before um, the NXT show last weekend, so he didn't wrestle. He was there. He was in He was yeah. in Bel Air, but didn't wrestle, which was a huge disappointment to us because we were all um, stoked to see him. Uh, but I don't think his is as serious. Excuse me. So um, Now, you want to talk about injuries, uh, a big one as of yesterday – and could be, I'm not going to say landscape Oh, uh, yeah, changer. the Seamus one? Seamus. Yeah, I, I heard about Seamus that. Seamus has been diagnosed with spinal stenosis. Yeah. The same injury that ended Edge and Steve Austin's career. Uh, for those that don't know, spinal stenosis is an abnormal, incurable narrowing of the spine. Right. And you could live with spinal stenosis, no problem, sure. if you're a Chris, a Justin, a whoever else. But if you're a guy that's dropped on your fucking spine all the time, it's going to cause incredible pain. And it's possible you're it's it's it basically it's the weak link in the chain that is your spine. And if you fall on that thing, it's going to crack that portion of the spine and you're confined to a wheelchair the rest. Yeah, it's not where you want to be. So So we'll we'll see how that uh, develops. Man, that's. That sucks. Like, yeah, you know, I've, I've been a Seamus defender um, for a while because uh, I think, you know, he's he's a great performer. Um, oh, absolute hand. He, <laughs> he's, he's a hand. Oh, yeah. He's one of those guys that go in there and uh, get the title. Right. Go in there and try and make the League of Fucking Nations work. Go in there and, you know, change your look from your classic look to this goof dick fucking mohawk. Yeah. And he'll do it regardless of what the crowd is chanting. Seamus is a hand. Yes, and is it is it bad that I first thought, oh man, Cesaro can't catch a fucking break? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. She he can't. It's, it's, I mean, between Tyson yeah. Kid, then his teeth, yeah. now this. Yeah. By the way, Wait. there is a hysterical, hysterical photo montage on www.com. Okay. Of their trip to Abu Dhabi and them all doing stuff. Okay. And you see Seamus without the mouth guard. Cesaro. And he has, excuse me, Cesaro. And Cesaro has a mouthful of fucking. 
where it looks like he went to Skynet HQ uh, to get his So that's why he out. talks with the mouth guard in. His brace face. He has braces. Aw. I've never seen braces this Aww. big. All over his teeth. That's why he's got the mouth guard on. So in case he does get popped in the lip, right. the braces aren't going to cut through. Oh, but man. yes, his teeth are all there and they all look nice and even. <laughs> but he does have an erector set in his mouth. Uh, that's, that, that, would, that would really suck. Um, for, for Seamus, obviously, and, and for Cesaro, cause yeah, that guy, man, just really, really can't catch a break. Well, maybe, you know, maybe this could help spring him up, um, as a solo star again. I don't know. He should probably avoid maybe. tag teams at this point. Cause the, the Cesaro I mean, yeah, curse. Stop, stop tagging up with people. Yeah. Please stop tagging up with people. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember what it was. Did you catch this week's NXT? Going back to that real quick. Uh, yes, the, I did. That yes, I did. Ono Gargano match. Goddamn. Yeah, that was Gargano's been kind of banging on all yeah. cylinders, even even his losing yeah. efforts. That was the I think that's been one of the best matches that Ono has had since he's yes. returned. I, I, w- I would agree. And he hasn't had a lot of opportunities to, you know, really put on great matches. But man, that, that there were there were a lot of believable false finishes in that. When he hit him in the back with that forearm. Uh, Holy oh. shit. Yes. The, the fucking oh. sound of that thing. The thud. Oh, yeah, that was that, that was good stuff. Um, what? There was a lot of wrestling this week. Did you notice that there was noticeably more wrestling on on raw yeah they there wasn't a lot of backstage promos they kept it moving what did you what did you think uh, about oh, that quick oh sorry quick aside yeah. if you're gonna be uh if you're gonna have you know Seamus maybe take a backstage role maybe do something along the lines of like an agent or sure. something like that perfect time to bring Oksana back just <laughs> all right maybe come full circle and you bring home you bring you you bring home that Lithuanian lovely who I was a huge fan of. So you go ahead and grab Zivile Raudunine, which is her real name, otherwise known as Oksana, with the worst fucking entrance. What does that have to do with that? Bring her on back. What does that have to do with Seamus? Am I missing something? Cesaro. That's who she debuted with. Oh shit! Oksana was his manager for like a year. I forgot when he was. Was that when he was yodeling? When he was a rugby player. Oh, before the pre-yodel. Mm-hmm. God. Oh yeah. No, Oksana. Oksana was Cesaro's manager. I barely, I barely even remember him. that. She actually introduced him the first time you ever saw uh, uh, Cesaro in the ring. Oh shit. Okay. All right. I had forgotten yep. that. Oh, she was. Bring him all. She was back. a peach. She oh, smelled great. God, yeah, that big mm, dark butthole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bet she's got a fucking asshole <laughs> just the size of a like a checker, like a checker. Oh. Uh. Uh, it's just as red too. Um, yeah, fucking red. I'm thinking dark. I'm thinking black. I'm thinking well, it's, real. It's red uh. after you finish with it. Um, so the <laughs> the Jason Jordan mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Where, where, where's your head on Jason Jordan right now? I loved Monday. I thought it was great. I loved the Jason Jordan stuff. I thought that he's been feigning injuries. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's what I took from it. He's been faking injuries. But then when he finally has a title on the line, he's yeah, okay. Yeah, he's 100%. Really? You got to read between the lines with him. Am I giving them too much credit? Absolutely. But I'm kind of filling in my yeah. own storylines here. I feel, like, they ain't that I feel like they're kind of making the story of him taking advantage of Angle and him, you know, and Angle's guilt of not being there uh, as his father. And I think that uh, I think the slow burn on this, and it has been slow, uh, is, is kind of working and starting to it's starting to gel a little bit for the guy. 
It is. It really, it has been. It's been, the the, the angle fatherhood storyline was a means to an right. end. It wasn't the right. end. Now I'm starting to see that, that I want to believe that was their end game. I can't, I don't no, I know that they, that they <laughs> thought this far in advance, like, okay, this will be the pop here. Let's start it with the fatherhood storyline, but it's to make him this opportunistic, uh, somewhat coward yeah. By saying, you know, oh, my knee hurts, my knee hurts, my knee hurts. And the minute you have a shot at the IC uh, title, I'm good. I you're, you're right as rain, <laughs> yeah. right as rain. And yes, there was some moments in that match where he was selling the leg and putting it up in the sure. air. And he's still trying to hit, you know, some bridge suplexes and stuff like that. I thought him and Reigns had an amazing match. Yeah. I liked having Joe sort of stalk them the whole time. Yeah. He comes down, he gets into it. You think that, uh, you know, Jason Jordan's going to save Reigns from Joe. Joe still hits him. Excuse me, Reigns still hits him with the punch. It has elevated Jason Jordan. Yeah. I am interested to see what happens now when he's on my television. So that's a job well done. Yeah, that, that, that's true. And, you know, the promo skills still aren't there. But, um, you know, being the, the, the opportunistic sort of uh, shithead, I think it's really, really suiting him well. Um, and Joe, you know inching his way back into a program with Roman Reigns. Um, I, I'm kind of two thoughts about it. One, those two, you know, horses in the ring together will be great. The only thing is, you know, Samoa Joe has to lose that because they're keeping Reigns strong till, till Lesnar. Um, I mean, that's the situation with anybody who's going to fight Roman Reigns over the next couple weeks uh, or months, really. But the, what, what could save it? is if at some point Joe wins the Intercontinental title from him because Reigns isn't going to keep that IC championship all the way to WrestleMania. He's going to have to lose at some point. Oh, he has to. And wh- I like that idea that, you know, in the catalyst can be Jordan that right. Joe actually beats Reigns for the IC title because of interference from Jordan. Right. And Roman goes on, and then Joe and Jordan sort of get in there and, and angles like, what the hell? Why'd you interfere with that match? He's like, I, I'm trying to get my IC title. And no, that's not how you go about right. it. And then it becomes about angle, Joe, Jordan, Roman can float off to move back into the main event right. scene and everybody. Yeah. Wins. Yeah. So, you know, Joe, I really think they need to give, give Samoa Joe something. Cause he's been, you know, just stellar the whole way through putting on great matches and, Cutting great promos, and he's very yeah. expressive with his big honking face. Um, so obviously, we're big Samoa Joe fans over here. So uh, that was good. What else we had? The uh, uh, we Oscar had and Fox. something that we had. We had Oscar and Fox. We had something that I need to correct myself on because my prediction, my hypothesis, my conjecture okay. on so far, thankfully, so was completely off. And that's Matt Hardy. Oh, God. Fuck. How do we forget about that? Yeah. Matt Hardy is now woke. Yes. Matt Hardy has been given back the broken gimmick shit, whatever stuff. And Bray Wyatt was the one to break him, wake him, however you want right. to say it. They're not going to go broken. They're going to go woke. And that's fine. fine. And we were saying, what is a WWE version of this going to look like, though? Because we saw what they tried to do when they copied... The Wyatt's right. a new day, and it wasn't as the good. House of Horrors. And Matt Hardy made everything pretty much on his own with all of the stuff like yeah, that. So money. And on Monday, you got as 
broken hearty a promo as you can possibly get with the goofy fucking laugh yeah. talking about fighting alongside Genghis yeah. Khan I, it, I'm telling you that shit gave me hope on Monday that we're going to get something as batshit as possible and there's a rumor again a rumor conjecture online that Matt Hardy and Vince McMahon are very close uh-huh. And Vince McMahon is a huge fan of that broken right, I shit. I read that too. And that he's going to kind of let him go with it some under the auspice that you're not going to main event. Right. It. You are the hottest shit in the old company, and that's fine. And you're TNA and you're ROH. But this time, you're going to be a fun addition to the roster. You're not going to be Brock. You're not going to be uh, Roman. You're not going to be AJ. Whatever. Doesn't have to be. He ain't never going to be anywhere. He doesn't exactly. He doesn't right. Need he's to got be. all the titles he needs. And I think he's going to just let him sort of. I'm hoping. Right. Have this Monday again. We'll we'll talk come the new year. I'm thinking. Oh, Rebby, by the way, is booked for some appearances. Really? Coming up. Yep. Okay. So we oh, might be Benjamin. getting <laughs> Benjamin Maxel. Vanguard King Maxwell Rebby. Does Skarsgård make a fucking appearance? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I, I just but, want I just want a, a, a like a boat canoe just like in the background sometime, and I just want him to make a ah Skarsgård reference and just ah yes <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I am so far out of the gate. They're doing it yeah, right. Yeah, it now it's brand yeah. new. Let's see what it looks like in a right. month. But so far, so good. I, I liked it, and you know the I I was first. Wondering, you know, with the the cutting back and forth between Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, and I I was I was like I don't know if this is gonna work. And then by the end, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Um, I'm fucking laughing my ass right. off as Bray Wyatt's doing his dick shit, dumb laugh crap about nothing, and they cut back to fucking Hardy who's doing his stupid fucking broken yes. cackle, and I'm loving. Yes. I'm thinking it's fucking great. It, it's the difference between a Bray Wyatt and a Matt Hardy character. Bray Wyatt thinks he's this super serious uh, eater of worlds sort of thing. Matt Hardy is just this fucking bonkers nut job in the corner having fun with it. it it's the, the 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 tonal sort of presentation of it of, you know, Matt's off the rails and having fun. Bray's all super serious and I'm going to eat your world and de- destroy you sort of thing. The juxtaposition of the two um, was was great interwoven together and it really speaks to how both of those characters have been presented over the course of, of, of the way. Um, and I think that's kind of maybe why the Bray Wyatt stuff has faltered so much. There's, there's no, there's no levity to it. It's just rambling about serious nonsense. And there's like, okay, there's another Bray Wyatt promo. Meanwhile, with Matt, it's, you know, I studied at the, the library at Alexandria and all this, all this, yeah, yeah. stupid shit that's just it's just fun and i don't know if you know the crowd was like cheering throughout and they were laughing and and, and getting into it so i'm not sure where they i'm glad where you said were. what you just said it was fun. it was i was looking at that and i and i caught myself with the biggest dumb smile on yeah. my face like this shit's so fucking off the rails that i'm loving yeah. it. it's hysterical it's funny and like you said Bray's all fucking serious and all this. And then they cut back to Matt and I'm fucking laughing. Yeah, with his jacket and the hair and stuff. So goddamn entertaining. Yeah. That Oh, by the way, they're gonna, apparently going to be referring to it as the deleter versus the eater. 
okay. is I'm what in, they're going to go with it. I'm in with that. Yeah. <laughs> Bray Wyatt is referencing the Great War yeah. on Twitter. Okay. He's calling the Great War and stuff like that. So they're, oh. they're pulling all of the assets of what they've done before into the, uh, uh, the, the current the time. The consumer of celestial entities. I popped for that. Jesus That was Christ. great. That was great. And we've still... And you know what's funny is that he can do all this sort of stuff and have some matches with Bray and here's how it goes and who knows who he goes to next. And we've still got Jeff waiting in the wings to return. And that can further the storyline. Jeff being out right now is a good thing because it lets them focus on Bray and his cadre, excuse me, Matt and his cadre of uh, Uh, Vanguard and, you know, uh, Senor Benjamin mm -hmm. and the wife. And then Jeff can show back up. Like, what the fuck do are you doing? Thing. And then they do the whole... Bro- yeah, what the fuck? Know, the and then, I mean, really, redo the entire story. Just yeah. do it again. And like I said in the last episode, I can watch Die Hard start to finish. Two months later, I can watch it again. And I'm just as entertained. Yeah. Do that here for an all-new audience of people. Then don't watch wrestling on the scope that you and I yeah. do. And they'll be just as entertained. Yeah, I uh, I was pleasantly surprised with with the way it began. The if I had a single quibble, it would be that just blue sheet flapping in the wind behind Matt, uh, Matt when they were doing it. Can we get them some kind of uh, you know backdrop or green screen or, or shoot it in you know something? It was just a little <coughs> okay. It's just in front of a blue sheet hanging up there. Did you notice he had his coat of battle I did, on? And I love it. He had the coat of yes. battle on. So, God, God bless, man. I'm, I'm, I never thought that they yeah. would, at the inception, do it this well. I was just looking at their existing works and was worried like this. Is and you had every some. right to. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean their their past has proven yeah. that they like to take something and fuck it. And in this case, they seem like they're like, you know what? Let's let this guy do it. He's not an NXT upstart. Right. He's from back in the Attitude yeah. Era. Someone like Matt Hardy has earned the right. Hands down. Through his tenure with the WWE, he's 43 years old. He he went through everything that he did with Edge and Lita, and he returned, and he made his bones outside of the WWE and came back. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm Vince, I'm thinking to myself, this guy, like a Cena, right. has earned the right to go ahead and have a little bit of creative license in the mid-card. Right. Like a Jericho. Who can, you know, like a Jericho, you know, exactly. who can go headline the Tokyo Dome and probably be back sometime in 2018, no problems or, or whatever. Um, so excited to not see that in person. So excited to not get to see that in yeah, person. I'm sorry. Very, very excited about I'm sorry. that. Very pleased. I'm sorry. I should be leaving in less than 30 days, <laughs> but I'm not. We're going to be going to Greenbelt to spend time with cousins I've never heard of. Oh, fun. Yes. So Maud and Trevor, I can't wait to sit in your basement and stare at the wall drum. Name's really Maud. Maud and Trevor. I mean, oh, oh, oh boy. Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> I don't My life these days is what do I pay for and where do I need to <laughs> Zoinks. And unless the answer is A a hotel room and B Jen on tens colon, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughhouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast. 
become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.